Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Turmoil right here on the Evolution Radio Network with your host, Chaotic Katie, the Dean of Wrestling Referees, DK, and Sadistic Sean David. Now, let's go into the ER and get into the turmoil. use it all you like. I refuse to use it. That's why I have a North American plan and pay a little extra money so I don't have to put up with the fucking bullshit. Alright. Well, I don't... You sound like shit. Um... No, it's like buzzing now. Oh. Alright. What? When? Who? How? I don't know what I got. Call, use your phone. This is why I, keep, I use my phone. Oh, God. 
All right, I just messaged him in the chat to use his phone. So hopefully he does. Oh man. <laughs> it was an exciting weekend in wrestling and not just in WWE and AEW as well. And um as soon as Steve gets here, we'll talk about that. Sean will be here momentarily. He is having tech issues. They're also getting some storms up that way, I think. So yeah, we're getting we got storms. <laughs> on the weekend, well, nobody nobody knows already. I'll tell you now. Um, I myself, I do I do a volunteer position with um with an outreach group. Uh, All right, let's try this again, okay? Okay, hold on a second. You're All right. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Shush, shush, shush. I'm talking because you weren't here, so let me talk. So yeah, I I'm I'm part of an outreach service that helps uh, down downtown at risk uh, city youth. Um, actually, we call it SOS. <laughs> OSOS, and we, we help we help with people with addictions. We help with mental health. Um, the place helps them get their taxes done, get their ID, helps them with housing, you name it. And of course, addiction counseling. You know, um, and well, I got caught in the rain because well, we do sandwich runs, right? We'll we'll pack a wagon full of uh, sandwiches. Um, and this week we had socks, we had we had the little the little clementine oranges, um, we had we had a case of water and some juice boxes and out we go and well I got caught in the rain. So I can imagine there might be some weather out where Sean is is what I was getting at. Because we've got some weather. Okay. Go ahead. All right. Well let's let's try this again. Now we'll make it official. Good evening, Yay. wrestling fans, and welcome to Rampage Rants Tuesday Night Turmoil live on Evolution Radio Network. I am your guest host, uh, the host of Live from the Dean's Den, the Dean of Wrestling Referee, Steve Kane, along with my wonderful co-host. Who is loudly rolling her eyes. He's not a guest. He's, he's, he can stop his noise. <laughs> the reason why this show will never be a bag of dicks. Chaotic Katie, and I'm going to turn my TV down because I imagine it's loud. Yes, uh, that's what I was saying, is you had background noise going on. Yep, I was waiting for you to say that. I just noticed it myself well, because I got a little distracted keeping the show going while you were having technical difficulties. And, and, and I was also stating that Sean is having technical difficulties. He's actually having somebody come out to fix the technical difficulties, so, so he should be here in about half an hour, give or take. Hopefully. Hopefully. We'll see. Hopefully. We'll see. So, all right, well... Um, Let's uh, go ahead, and we got to talk about because there was a lot going on uh, this weekend. Um, AEW, of course, uh, held Fight for the Fallen, and meanwhile, uh, WWE counter-programmed for the first time um, with the Evolve 10th Anniversary Special, and then, of course, uh, Sunday was um, Extreme Rules. Yes, yes, indeed. And, and, and uh, <clears throat> right. And tonight was the, well, last night was the very first official Raw of Paul Heyman's reign Thank as executive goodness. director. And mm-hmm. tonight was the first official Eric Bischoff run oh. SmackDown Live. Hey. Yeah, but of course, Heyman gave his boy 
all the glory. Oh, I'm not impressed. Yeah, I mean, he's still, you know, he's still, he's still kissed up to, um, he, yeah, Ooh. I mean, they, I mean, they still kissed up to the fans by having uh, Shane pretty much be the uh, overall star of the show. I'm hoping oh. that um, this will be short lived. Me too. I'm getting, so. I'm getting sick because I'm going to say this, okay? We hate it when, when people do it in indie companies. As a matter of fact, I can't. you'll tell me who I'm bitching about when it comes to time. Either be a company owner or a wrestler. Make your choice. And Lord help you, you hold gold, because that's even worse. You know who I'm bitching about. We just talked about them. Oh, in like oh yeah. You know who oh, I'm yeah. about. All, all four oh, of us yeah. were on bitching about them. Yep. Yeah. yep. Make a choice. So... Oh, another cryptic tweet from Sasha Banks. Oh, shit. I didn't hear the first one. <laughs> well, what, we, we mentioned, we mentioned a couple of them yeah, okay, uh, okay, okay. on the air before. But uh, oh. this is another one. Um, and uh, on it is the uh, picture of her in the white swimsuit with, with the brown okay. hair, not the purple. Oh, Although there is, although she did post a picture. Now, she what posted she a picture again? without a caption of her in the purple hair. And I'm guessing this is from back in Evolution because it's a picture of her, Natty, and Beth Phoenix. Okay. But on this, on this one, the one with uh, her in her natural hair color, <clears throat> All right. it says, Dear Missy. I did not grow up to be you, but I did grow up to be me and to be in love with who this woman is, to be a woman playing a man's game and not be apologetic about any of it. That is specific. You see, yeah. here's, my, here's my thing about, about her. So uh, what? You don't, you don't like Alexa Bliss. Not many people like Alexa Bliss. Who cares? So what? You stay away from her. You get in a match with her? Beat her ass. The best, the best matches are between those who are friends and those who are enemies in real life. Those are the best matches. So it yep. really pissed me off when she left for that reason. I thought it was, thought it was kind of stupid. Why, why are you going to throw away everything you wanted since your, the first time you went and saw wrestling? I think it's kind of, you know, kind of silly. And everything you achieve, I understand, you know, maybe you feel that you've achieved enough, but... No, no, you haven't. No, you haven't. Well, I think it's I think it's more that um, she hasn't been given what she feels is her fair due. Yeah. Well, like I mean, uh, they didn't like Dawn. her and Bailey didn't get a good long run yeah. with the women's yeah. tag titles. And not only that, and didn't her her and Charlotte basically played hot potato with the belt for how long? Yeah. Oh my god. Oh yeah, I gotta say. You know. So she's getting every opportunity. I mean, I can totally understand. Yes, I've been doing my homework when I make this statement. I can totally understand when Alexa Bliss was in NXT. She was only a valet and then brought straight up. They trained her and brought her straight up. I understand that, and that pisses a lot of people off. It pissed me off, too. Okay? She, her and Charlotte Flair are no different as far as I'm concerned. Okay? Yeah, mm-hmm. Charlotte Flair made her way up. She went through the Performance Center, NXT, and everything else. But her career, for the most part, was given to her. And yeah. she pretty much said as much tonight too, during right. during the open forum. Yep. 
Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And you know, and that's and <laughs> that's definitely real, and definitely the case. And and also, um, we got we we could we could take we could take the uh, picture off the milk cartons. We found oh. Liv. We found yeah. Liv Morgan. We found Liv, and she's alive and well, and, and just as spunky. I love well, her. Uh, she's alive. Her. She's alive, yeah. but after the match with Charlotte tonight, I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't uh, say well. But you know what? She still she still had a good fight with Charlotte. Charlotte, the last moment she lost. So what? She still had Charlotte's number for part of the match. So that's yeah, saying it was a lot. good one. It was yeah. a good one. So it was a good one. Um, oh, this is nice. Um, just scrolling through. Um, uh, Aubrey have Edwards. Whom, okay. if you don't recognize the name, um, she is one of the female referees okay. that uh, works for AEW. Oh. And she posted this earlier today. And she says, since Double or Nothing, I have received countless messages from parents of young women saying they love seeing a strong female authority figure on TV. Representation matters. I already loved this job, but this has become my favorite part. Big thanks to AEW for this opportunity. Awesome thought. I I absolutely I absolutely love that. Um, You know that is that is cool. Oh, okay. Um, Something just posted by. Sean Ross Sapp of uh, Fightful.com. Um, okay. Remember a while back we had uh, one of his reporters on our show. Um, and this is this is surprising. This is surprising. But I think if you uh, look at all the title changes that they had um, on uh, Sunday, Kofi Kingston is the current longest reigning main roster champion in WWE. Now think about that. Wow. He's the first Think black. about that. He is the longest, he is the current the longest. longest reigning main roster champion in WWE. How? And he only won the title at WrestleMania. Why do you think I'm saying how? How now, brown cow? Seriously. Yeah. Yeah, that that is wow, wow. So okay, let's see here. We gotta definitely um, we got we gotta I we definitely have got to talk about uh, Jim Cornette. Oh, what did he do now? <laughs> no, actually, actually, what do you want from me? He, <laughs> Actually, it was not. Um, it was not he did something. It was the fact that uh, something was done to him, or was going to be done to him. But he caught on real quick and made sure it didn't happen. Now, um, mm-hmm. okay. So here's okay. So here's what happened. Um, 
Jim Cornette was <clears throat> was booked along with the Midnight okay. Express for a uh, for a fan fest in uh, Knoxville, Tennessee this weekend. Well, okay. okay. Well, come to come to find out that um, the that the person who um, was uh, was booking the show. Okay. Well, this guy is, was a is a total piece of garbage, quote unquote, uh, promoter. Okay. I mean, we're talking. We're talking disaster in Dudley. Oh type. my! Okay. Oh my! So, my, my. Yeah. So um, so here's so here's what happened. Um, in fact, uh, Jim actually started to make this trip to Knoxville. Um. To uh, what was called the Fanboy Expo. Okay. But then, but then the word came out that um, the uh, person who was quote unquote promoting this gentleman by the name of uh, Tony Hunter. Hello. Okay. Now. Um, well, a few years before this, um, and I've got and I've got the and I've got a link to the uh, article here. Let me let me let me type this let me type this in, and I'll actually I'll actually read it to you. Um, Alrighty. Here we go. Boom. Thank you. Thank you. New Microsoft, new version of Microsoft Edge. If you folks don't know it, uh, there's uh, new versions of Microsoft Edge which uh, use the Chrome engine. Definitely much better than the Microsoft Edge that uh, came supplied in Windows 10. So if you want to use a Microsoft-based browser, use this thing. Okay. It's actually it's actually quite good. Okay. Um, All right. So anyway. Um. This happened back in uh, 2006. Um, Carolina Championship Wrestling promoter Tony Hunter had advertised a Night of Legends professional wrestling event for April 8th at Franklin High School in Franklin, Pennsylvania. As the night would unfold, however, the wrestling show redefined the the phrase card substance change and a series of unfortunate events played out. Um, okay. The website, and I won't give it. it it's down. It's it's dead anyway. Okay. <clears throat> Advertised a host of former WWE and NWA talent appearing on the show. Dusty Rhodes was to take on Ivan Koloff in a Russian chain match. Although the T-shirts on sale that night depicted Dusty Rhodes versus Greg Valentine in a bull rope match, but one of those T-shirts later, Valentine was instead to face Ronnie Garvin. Marcus Bagwell versus David Flair was also oh. on the card. An unidentified women's match was also. You said buff the stuff. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Him. All right. Oh, him don't drill, don't drill. This, 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 this has got to go. Okay. 
An unidentified women's match was also billed, with local fans believing they were seeing former WWE star Ivory, as indicated on other media advertisements for the show. Promotional posters and surrounding businesses advertised Nikolai Volkov and Ivan Koloff in a tag match against Virgil and Tony Atlas. Jimmy Superfly Snuka, Jimmy Boogie Woogie Man Valiant, and Demolition Axe were listed as also appearing. Hours before the event, fans who paid $50 each for a seat and a chance to meet and eat dinner with wrestlers at a nearby restaurant waited patiently for their favorite stars to appear. One fan and her plethora of family had traveled from Indiana for the evening's festivities. The meet and greet was scheduled to happen from 4 to 6, giving fans plenty of time to get autographs and enjoy a satisfying meal before the night of Class A wrestling competition. At 5 o'clock, an hour later than scheduled, the first of several wrestlers arrived at the restaurant, checking into their hotels paid for by Tony Hunter, or so they thought. More on that later. Okay. The first wrestlers to greet fans were led by Afa the Wild Samoan and his family members, son Samu and nephew Rosie. God rest his soul, miss that guy. Oh, Along with God. several superstars from Afa's Pennsylvania-based World Extreme Wrestling. While they were more than happy to oblige autograph-seeking fans, they were unaware that this was a scheduled autograph signing. Instead, oh, whoa, whoa. the workers? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Instead, they were just expecting a complimentary meal courtesy of Tony Hunter and his seemingly endless generosity. Within the oh, next man. hour... Nikolai Volkov and Jimmy Valiant arrived at the restaurant for dinner. But where were Dusty Rhodes, Ivan Koloff, Ronnie Garvin, Marcus Bagwell, David Flair, Ivory, and Virgil? Fans were getting a little restless and even a little suspicious, as most of the advertised talent wasn't yet appearing. Meanwhile, at Franklin High School, fans paced back and forth looking for the same superstars to be appearing at the autograph signing scheduled for the middle school down a connecting corridor. They eagerly awaited seeing their favorite wrestlers that were advertised. When the matches started, it was announced that Dusty Rhodes was unable to attend the event, and a tape was played with him offering apologies. The main event was changed. The main event was then changed to Devon Dudley versus Rosie, neither of whom were originally advertised. There was no mention of the whereabouts of the others, who were obviously not at the autograph signing or the $50 dinner. $50 dinner, please. When the event started, fans were treated to several matches of wrestling action. But by intermission, there was still no sign of David Flair, Buff Bagwell, Ivan Koloff, Ronnie Garvin, Ivy, said to be 45 minutes away. And interestingly, no sign of promoter Tony Hunter. Gee, where have we heard that one before? The information ran longer than expected as event organizers at the school wondered of Hunter's whereabouts. Boy, that does sound familiar, doesn't it, Katie? Uh Uh-huh, yeah. Fans became restless that they weren't seeing any action and weren't seeing the advertised talent. We have a commercial about that, actually. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we do. Are, yes, we are do. You, are you, 
No, are you that's running? not your cue. <laughs> okay, okay, all right, all no, right. That's not your cue. So, anyway, um, backstage, rumors flew about Tony Hunter, who was accused of taking the money and running. With a total of seven of the advertised wrestlers not being there, and speculation that most of them had never been informed of the show in the first place, the future of the AME became unclear as the location of as the location of the promoter with the money. Some of the wrestlers became increasingly worried that they weren't going to be paid for the event. With no locker room leadership and Hunter's absence, the very future of the wrestling show became unclear. Would the show even go on? Should the show go on? And where was Tony Hunter with the money? Why did the price of T-shirts drop from fifteen dollars to two for the price of one, to eventually Whoa. being sold for three dollars? Whoa! Was hey, this man, the last? I paid, I, I paid fifteen dollars for a Brian Adams concert T-shirt, man. Off the ground, of course. <laughs> That's cheap for a concert T-shirt. Yeah. No, they, they they wanted like thirty some odd on the grounds, and I'm just like, mm, no, it's okay. I paid, I paid, I paid fifteen dollars for, uh, for an Elvis Costello shirt back in nineteen eighty. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, oh, next. <laughs> but was this the last ditch attempt to drum up extra cash to pay the wrestlers who had not yet been compensated for their talent? Speculation ran rampant through the locker room. Hundreds of fans were sitting in the stands waiting to see the rest of the wrestlers they expected. At the urgency of Alpha the Wild Samoan, the show went on under his longtime locker room expertise, experience and guidance. Nation's yeah. matches were held using some of his world extreme wrestling talent who were eager to put on a good show and give the fans their money's worth. And then um, he lists uh, everybody who was there on that. Um, uh, Mercedes Martinez actually... Uh, came in, and uh, she faced uh, Supremely Grant, male wrestler. And then um, in the main event, uh, Devon Dudley uh, defeated Rosie in a tables match. Um, So the fans poured out of the gymnasium. Most were unaware of what was transpiring backstage and outside of the building. Tony Hunter had still not returned and shown his face to the wrestlers at the show. Many remained waiting for their pay. In addition, Snook and others were promised rides to the Pittsburgh airport, but no one was there to meet the arranged arrangements. Wrestlers also became aware that their hotel reservations were made null and void by Tony Hunter's credit card being declined. <gasps> oh, 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 leave them stranded, too. Nice. Yeah, Real like class. I say. Real class. Disaster. See, this is... This is just what uh, was happened at Disaster in Dudley. Um, yeah, and in Canada, remember? Hardcore show? Yes, hardcore. Yep, hardcore um, road trip. Yep. Yep. Um, uh, many subsequent phone calls to Hunter were unanswered. Not only were wrestlers unpaid, but they were stranded. Wrestlers who had traveled great lengths and hours, some from as far away as Connecticut and Virginia, now had to pay for the hotel rooms out of their own and empty pockets. At his own expense, Alpha generously paid for five of the hotel rooms that were promised to them by Hunter, however. Um, Devon Dudley was later seen outside of the school 
confronting a man believed to be Hunter's brother about the unpaid wrestlers. Um, one source claims that Dudley managed to get some of the concession money out of him, but it was obviously not enough and nowhere near the promised paydays. Um, the WXW talents that appeared, including family members Jimmy Sook and Rosie, only received payment after money was obtained from the school sponsor that oh, Tony oh, Hunter oh. had dealt with in arranging the show. Oh, it's just dirt. Yeah. That's just yeah. dirt. And oh. and this is and this is it. So um <clears throat> so so um so Coronet uh said because oh, yeah, a guy by the name of Sam Finley posted this posted this uh information mm-hmm. and this link to this article. And Jim Cornette responded with, Oh look, folks who wasted time and money trying to meet me at Fanboy Expo in Knoxville. Here's a story on Tony Hunter who effed us all out of a good weekend. Hey Fanboy Dave, this is the guy you let handle your arrangements for wrestlers? Wish I'd seen this before I believed his BS. Damn. Yeah. Um, and then that's, uh, the that's the cleanest I've ever heard Cornette speak. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's of course I, I, I censored his F word, but still. Only one F bomb, and only one and then, and then he said, and then he posted this too. Stan Lane didn't go to Fanboy Expo. Because he never trusted Tony Hunter to begin with and was only going because I told him it would be okay. When I discovered we were being up with, I let him know when he stayed home. Not only was I lied to, but it caused me to lie to the Midnights, too. Um, and then um, then a gentleman by the name of Brian Senkow said, Looks like Fanboy Expo was having difficulty typing in proper English as well because they posted this. Jim Cornette and Stan Lane will no longer be attending. I, you purchased a fan package. Refunds will be give or can be exchanged. Seriously. Seriously. Oh. And uh, then, of course, uh, he went after... Um, Joey Janela, or um, as 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 he is now calling him, Joey Janela. Joey Janela. And who went after after Janela? People like to type at me when I'm trying to concentrate. People, stop messaging Katie. She's working. Yeah, I get paid in ginger snaps, okay? Yeah. <laughs> so stop it before this ginger snap. All right. <laughs> so I have, um, I have no short-term memory, folks. Okay? None. So don't screw with me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, and and so he so he goes on about uh, about uh, Jelly Janella, who. Um, during a uh, during a missed spot in this uh, six man where he uh, takes a bump off the apron mm-hmm. in the middle of in the middle of selling he looks into the camera and flips it off and says "F you Coronet." 
And so and so and so and but but this gets this gets better. I'm I'm gonna I gotta I gotta lay this one out because it is it is hilarious because better? um because somebody had a little fun with this. Um well somebody somebody posted on Saturday a tweet that said on the twat. That Jim Cornette is a the B word. He's a bitch. And then you can he say tags, bitch. He's a female dog. He he tags Joey Janella. And on Twitter, he posts his phone number. I kid you not. He posts oh his phone number. And ask Janella to text him. Seriously. So, yours truly decided to have a little fun with this mark. Okay. So, I took down the number. And using... And using one of my burner numbers, <laughs> oh geez. I I send I send this knucklehead a text. Now, thankfully, he did not post his real name, but what it a- had something to do with Fortnite on it and that. So it's like, okay, this guy is, you know, Fortnite. one of these weird. <laughs> Gamer no, boy type. He probably no. lives in his mommy's basement. Hey, Ma, can you make me some more bagel bites? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, probably throw a Wallowitz situation. Okay. So I, so I, so I, I, I send, I send him a message. I say, hey, it's Janella. Send me your Addy. I'll drop by for a few beers after the show, and we'll talk craps about Coronet. And so it, it was a few minutes. I, I thought I thought okay okay this guy this guy this guy figures we got to be you know we got we got to be crapping him and that. But then all of a sudden, um, like almost an hour after after I send that message, I get a message back from him. Bro, real the S word. So I go, absolutely, bro. So I abs- so I go, absolutely, bro. This stupid Mark gives me his address. I only do that when I want someone to come and face me when they say they're going to beat my ass. It's the only time I do it. <laughs> well, well, in this case, he thinks he's talking to Joey Janela, and yeah, Joey Janela is actually going to come to his house after after. Fight for the Fallen is over. Have a few beers. Talk crap about Jim Cornette. And I po- and I posted this stuff to to Cornette's Twitter. I Cornette, so after yeah. he posted the dress, I so got it. See you after the show. He goes, bro, real and the S word again. Real shit. Yeah, I said, you know it, bro. Hey, Cornette talked crap about me on his podcast. 
You know what you're going to do? You're going to do, you're going to, like, this is like grandma rules with you. You're going to start making up swear words. Shit is now shaving cream. Okay? Shaving cream or sheep dip. Pick one. (laughs) (laughs) And swear words. (laughs) I love it. So I said, you know it, bro. I said, that cornet talks crap about me on his podcast. He responds back, I hate that dude. I go, me too. He still thinks he's hot stuff. And that was the end of the conversation. No, I, ne- I, didn't post, I didn't post another word. I'm betting he's still sitting there waiting for Joey Janela to knock on his door. <laughs> aren't I mean? Aren't I evil? Evil. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! That's beautiful. So what, Cornell? He he didn't respond to it. He didn't respond to it. Um, okay. You no, know, but but he but I mean I I figure already he knew that this kid was an absolute absolute boob. Oh, you know, and all I did was prove it. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Folks, I don't normally do this kind of stuff, but when somebody does something this stupid, asinine. I mean, it was like it was like challenge accepted. You, know? you got it. You got it, dude. I would have been all over it. Oh too. my I've god. It. I've done it. My most favorite pastime ever was my sister had her own phone in her room. And me and my sister oh. sound almost identical on the phone, okay? So my favorite pastime was talking to her friends and getting information out of them, pretending I was her. They call oh after her and, yep, I wouldn't tell them. All right, Sean's having a network problem and it's almost fixed. Okay, okay. So, um... <laughs> Almost six. All right, so, all right, so go ahead and uh, we'll talk and we'll talk about. Um, now there was one injury that kept uh, that kept one performer from being on the uh, on the G one um, show uh, this weekend, and that was uh, Will Osprey. Um, mm. Will Osprey suffered a neck injury. Um, Apparently does not seem to be too severe, and uh, we will talk about an injury suffered by uh, somebody at uh, Fight for the Fallen here. Well, actually, there was a couple of them, um, but uh, oh, so, but um, anyway, um, so uh, so G one, um, the uh, the the matches. On that one, and I'm not liking the way this one is telling is uh, giving this information. I'm going to go ahead and well, actually, I think we got. I think uh, Wrestling News Source has it, so I will go ahead and um. All right, here we go. Get done. New Japan. New Japan. Yeah. Nope. 
they don't have that one either. Boy. All right. I'll get it this. I'll get it this way. I'll get to you in a minute. This is mm. never mind. Yeah, yeah. So I just finished saying people got to stop messaging me while I'm on here. I love you, Billy. You're not in shit. Don't take it the wrong way, but it's okay. I, I hope I made you you laugh. Okay. Well, I always make you laugh. Yep. So all right. So all right. So let's go ahead and let's see. Oh. Get the get the right stuff here. Good Lord. Because unfortunately a match happened and you are not going to be very happy about it, Katie. What? Oh, God. Okay, I'm not, I'm not happy about a lot of shit today, so... <laughs> Come on, man. Piss in my cornflakes one more time. Come on. Just one more time. Fine. Yeah, sorry. I don't I don't get into that golden shower stuff anymore. Oh, no. <laughs> no, you just pissed in my cornflakes. Me, somebody just pissed me off. Okay. Like, oh, is this just... A, you're half Canadian. If it's only Canadian fucking phrase, that really sucks. All right, so... All right, so anyway, well, I guess it's going to be this way to do it. Okay. What culture, your crappy website. Um, so this does not have the matches in order. So I am just going to, it, it says from worst to, so from worst to best. Okay. Um well, uh, Hiroki Goto, Goto in uh, in the B block um, beat Jay White. Okay. Um, so, and of course, everything is going to take. Why can't I not find the site that gave me the entire? Oh, what show in order? Oh, this is okay. Wait a second. This, this isn't right. This isn't what happened. Okay, something, something's not, something's not right here. Okay, I don't know where they got this crap from. So, oh, good. All right. Let's try G1 Climax 2019. And let's see if we go with results. I don't normally like this because normally I have all yeah, you know, we're gonna have everything. all set up and this is this is oh, not 
This is not usual. No. Okay. You didn't eat your Wheaties, did you? All right. Um, you didn't eat your freaking Wheaties. What okay. do I tell you about if you don't eat All right. Wheaties? Well, actually, there's been two nights that have taken place since then. So uh, let's let's see. Actually, well, no, actually three because there was um, the 13th, the 14th, and the 15th. Uh, two uh, two uh, two shows in Tokyo, one in Sapporo. Let's, oh. So let's see if they if they have if they have all the date all the matches on here. So let's see. Nope, that's um, okay. Hmm. All right, CBS. I'll give you a shot here. <laughs> but if it but if it doesn't if it doesn't work out on this one, I am just going to have to spoil this one for you, Katie. And you're not again, and you're not going to be happy about it. Good, get it done. Because I mean, like, I'm gonna start singing the freaking Jeopardy theme or Bonanza again, you know? Like, no, it's not. That's not. On. That's not the point here. I mean, it's just that. Um... Okay, let's. Okay, let's see. Oh, come on, this is this is stupid. Hmm. Oh, Katie, are you still there? Am I still there? Yeah, I'm still on. Katie, are you there? I'm here. Okay. I muted you my, went, you I, went, I muted myself I, by accident. There was there was dead air for a second on yeah, on your end of stuff. I, I, I touched my phone and I shouldn't have touched it and I touched it and it muted it and, and I was muted for a couple of seconds. I'm sorry. I touched my phone. Oh, don't even know. How did I know you were going to do? When I think about you, I touch my phone. I touch my phone. Stop. Stop. Oh, my God. Well, um, probably the... Uh, the biggest one that's going to upset you was that on uh, night two, which was the uh, first night of the of the uh, B block, Jeff Cobb lost. Oh, I already know. To John Moxley. <laughs> well, at least it was to John Moxley. Okay, yeah. Okay, night three. Um, Okay, in uh, in uh, block in A block, Lance Archer defeated Bad Luck Fall A. Um, okay. Will Osprey came back, and uh, and he defe- and he defeated Sonata. I if there if there is any wrestler I love that I love his look, it's Sonata. Because mm-hmm. Sonata looks with the with the blonde hair and the beard without the mustache, 
and the way and the way he's got his beard shaped and that the way he does his hair, he honestly he looks like a video game character. Seriously. Awesome. I mean awesome. <clears throat> this guy could be in like King's Quest or or something or something like that. One of those one of those types of uh King's um, Quest is the Disney thing? I, you know what? I, I honestly don't remember. I'm not a gamer, dude. Uh, Final Fantasy is the last game I played, and it, it wasn't on Super Nintendo or nothing. It was still, you know, really shitty looking. <laughs> no. <clears throat> but, um, I, don't, I don't play video games, really, okay? I just don't. <clears throat> I have no hand-eye coordination. None. Yep. yep. <laughs> Okay. All right. Um, All right. Update from Sean. And then uh, another A-block match. Uh, um, Okada defeated Zack Sabre Jr. And then oh. uh, also, Evil defeated Kota Abushi. And, um, and uh, Kenta defeated the uh, um, defeated Hiroshi Tanahashi. So right now, um, so right now, here's the here is the, at least the A block scores. Um, <clears throat> in the in uh, in A block, um, Lance Archer has four points. Bad Luck Ballet has two. Will Osprey and uh, Sonata each have two points. Um, Okada has four points. Uh, Zack Sabre Jr. has none at this point. Um, Evil has two points. Ibushi still uh, has has no points in here. Um, Kenta has two. Tanahashi has and uh, Tanahashi has none. Oh, wow. Okay, Sean, so, Sean should be here any minute. He's rebooting. Okay. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. That's what I was doing. Talking to Sean. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. I could I could see I could see the I could see the messages going uh, going back and forth yeah. here. Uh, just and that. Yeah. Um Oh. Well, once he's well, I'll tell you what, once he says he's rebooted, I'll uh Go ahead, and we'll at that point take a break. Um, yeah. If you want to, Katie, if you want to find a song, awesome. Oh, you go ahead and do that. Yeah, I get to find a song. You know, I, I'm, um, I already know what I'm playing. I don't care if we played it last week. I love it. We're playing it again. We'll play it <laughs> I gotta I say, I was cry. wondering if you were. I was wondering if you were gonna pop the rancid on me. Okay, I'm uh, uh, <clears> so <throat> even. And you and I are gonna have to put our heads together just when we did uh, old punk. And I'll even have Dan well, help us. That's well. I'll tell you what. I'm at, at actually. Looks like um, it's, uh, it's a that it's a uh, um, it's a channel that I found on uh, Google Play. Um, yeah. That's Scottish cool. uh, Scottish indie music. Oh, you need, you, oh my God! You, you need you need to look and up the so You need to has, look up a, you need to look up a, a, a group called the Mudmen. They were also in the movie um, uh, Get in the Ring or whatever it was, the one with um, stupid uh, Arquette in it, David Arquette. They did they did a song for that. Oh, movie. that one. Mudmen, okay. um, the Mudmen? The Rock, the rock oh, Band. Right. The Rock Band with the bagpipes. 
them. Yeah. Okay. Okay. They're freaking good, and I've seen them live twice. Let me tell you, I danced, danced to Jake for a good two hours. It was great. And I see a Jonathan. I'm going to bring him on. Okay, All right. It's going to be yep. not going to be much time on. for you, Sean, because uh, we're going to hit a break here after after this. But at least now we know you're in and you're uh, good, right? Can you yes, hear us? Yes, I, I can. Yay. All right. Good deal. Okay, I got it cute. I'm all cute. Sean wasn't here, so he gets to hear this song. See, I love this tune, man. I wish I had my dog on. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Little bit of rancid for you with some Ruby Solo. All right. We'll be right back. Promotions presents Professional Wrestling, a show that will not actually happen. Starring pictures of former WWE, 
Impact, and Ring of Honor stars that we're going to put on our poster just to lure you suckers into the building, even though they will not actually be appearing. Featuring the pictures of the real wrestlers, who will just be local jabronis that we're getting for a hot dog and a handshake. All this will take place inside of the neighborhood bar that we're getting for the cost of a case of beer. And the ring will be our homemade wooden ring because no, we can't afford a real actual safe wrestling ring. Liability insurance, you must be crazy. We can't afford that either. I'm not getting that much of a refund check back. All we can really afford is the beer and the posters. So, Mommy, get my tax refund check ready and get it signed over to me because I want to hurry up and play wrestling promoter. Tax refund wrestling not coming soon to a location near you. Turmoil. I am Sadistic Sean David along with my co-hosts. Living of Wrestling Referee Steve Kane. I'm glad she's got both of her boys on air with her at the same time. Okay, that didn't sound very good. Keanu Cage. Yes, uh, <laughs> we are MIA with Jess Blue. I will be contacting her this week to see what her future will be. Um, I, I don't know. Um, yeah, I'm going to play this and then I need to do a segment uh, that is for Steve. So I'm going to play this and then we'll be we'll be back here in a couple minutes. Everything going wrong now Nothing as it seems As ever meant to be And I had the world I held it in my hand Turned it to the ground Just to watch it live Failure is an open book And I'm the one that took a stack of luck I got the motivation Like all the situations like a rocket on the ground Why don't you blow me
Blow me up like dynamite. Hold me up to see the light. I need a second chance because I run my circumstance, not somebody else. A lot of people don't know that there was a lot of consumption going on um, with the June 1st event. And because of that, there were some rash decisions that were made um, with this radio show and even the direction that was gone with the RWF. And oh, that, resulted in the, that resulted in the firing of Steve Kane, which um, may have been a little bit of a jumped gun. And that is why he is back. I don't care if you agree with it. I don't care if you like it. On a second. Let me say something. Hold on. Let me say something on that, too. After my big speech, I don't care if you agree with it. I don't care if you liked it. The man and I have settled our issues, too. Um, I don't give a fuck what anybody has to say. The fact of the matter is Steve (laughs) Kane was a staple not only to this area, but to me dating back to 2009. Had I met Steve Kane and done business with Steve Kane prior to 2009, uh, when I met him in November, he probably would have been had his hands in the first two events that the RWF produced too. Um, He did have his hands in the Combat for the Cure event, but we all know how that went. Um, Now, I'm going to say a couple things about the June 1st event, and that's going to be it. There are people that know what they did. They're probably listening. You think that you're going to get away with this um, catastrophe that you caused on June 1st, and I'm here to tell you that that's not going to happen. A couple things are going to happen. Karma's going to catch up with you, number one. And number two, um, everything from that event is not settled yet. So there's there's still things that are going to be worked out and still uh, punishment to be handed out to those individuals. And I I am not mad that they fucked me over. I, I don't care that they fucked me over. I'm more angry about the fact that they fucked the fans. Mm-hmm. And And now, and this is where I'm going to draw heat for the night, now Dreamwave Wrestling is back. And they've been gone since 2016. They handed the area over to AAW. Um, Now they're back. They're charging $45 for general admission and stage with no talent announced. They have sold out of that. Congratulations to them for that. And they're charging $25 for general admission and I think $15 for kids. I don't agree with those prices uh, unless they're going to bring in a huge, 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 huge name. And I don't know that they're going to do that. Um, Some have led me to believe that this is going to be a one-and-done Dreamwave event. But I also know what Dreamwave was supposed to be originally, and that was three shows and done. Well, three shows and done turned into 2009 to 2016. So um, I don't believe that it'll be one-and-done. I think that they're coming back. They got the venue that uh, kicked AAW out. And the fact of the matter is, they didn't want AAW. They wanted Dreamwave. And now Dreamwave is back, and I hope the fans are happy, but um, I won't be paying $45 to go and see it. Um, I believe some of the same talent will be there, like Christian Rose and Matt Cage and uh, Jason Hades and Drew Baker and uh, Marche Rocket that were supposed to be a part of the June 1st event and decided that 
Dreamwave was coming back, which they knew about and didn't bother to tell anybody. And Scottsdale okay. probably pulled a power move and said, hey, if you work for Sean, you can't work for me when I come back. So oh, my God. I'm sure it happened. I, I have no oh. doubt in my mind. You can ask Steve Kane. You can ask Steve Kane. He tried to put a stop to one half of the NWA World Tag Team Champions defending their belts at an event at a booked uh, thing that was booked back in September, if not before then. Uh, Repsol tried to put a stop to one half of the NWA World Tag Team Champions uh, defending the belts in November of 2009 because he brought the guy in. And the guy pretty much told them to go fuck himself when he said uh, when he told them that he couldn't defend the NWA World Title. He could have got fined for that. And Steve, I know you remember that very well. Yeah. I'm not going to name who it was, yeah. but Reptil did that. And yeah, oh yeah, I remember that. I, I don't, you know, I don't put it past the guy to have done some moves to June 1st event and make sure that Jason Hades wasn't coming in September and that Marche, Rocket, and Brubaker didn't show in June, and maybe some others. So time will only tell. I'm not happy about it, but uh, he's not the only individual that threw a monkey wrench into June 1st. And again, those individuals will pay for their actions. Um, Karma, number one, but there will be other punishments that will be handed out over time. Uh, They think that they're not going to get away with it and and there's no trace evidence of this and da 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 well there's plenty of evidence of what they did and we talked about it plenty on this show um but i wanted to say that and i apologize to steve kane for jumping to brash uh action but i was so consumed with making sure the june 1st happened and obviously that blew up in my face that things kind of went awol and things were said that shouldn't have been said and uh, things were done that probably shouldn't have been done but um, things happen and you grow and learn from mistakes and try to get past them and I've always been a man of forgiveness um, so I I have tried to learn that path and get forgiveness where I can get it and give it where I can give it so that's why Steve Kane is back and we've got a lot to discuss tonight I don't know what you guys have went over um, but man, oh man! Not really. Well, you, you missed over. you missed how I you missed how I ribbed a uh, a mark. <laughs> you did tell me about that, and I, that was so funny. Like that, the dude actually posted his phone number, and then you ribbed him, and then he actually gives you his address, and it's like, hold on, what, what are you like, doing? Right. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. I think the guy is still sitting on his couch waiting for Janella to show up. Or it, it, it was it was to catch a predator. What's that? It was to catch a predator. Yeah, <laughs> to catch a predator. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, my God. Uh, that is that is oh. some of the funniest stuff, but uh, there was a big weekend in wrestling, and boy, yeah. oh boy, is there a lot to talk about. And I oh, want to start off. Yeah. I want to start off with Jim Cornette um, calling Joey Janela by another name, which is just yeah. We talked that a little bit. What yes. did he call? Remind remind us what he what? called him. 
His name Jelly is Janella. Jelly Janella. Because, you know, Jim Cornette thinks he's a pudge of jelly. Uh, yeah. And, and I can't disagree with that. I like some of the stuff that Joey Janela does, but some of the stuff is just I listen. I told Steve Kane I listened to over two hours of Jim Cornette uh, prior to the pay-per-views, and probably more than that. He did a review on Double or Nothing, and he did a review on uh, the last one, Fighter Fest, and he brought so many good points to the table. Um, now, not, you don't have to agree with all of them, but some of them were very valid, and that is the number one point that I want to go to at this point is that AEW. Uh, the last two shows, not so much this show, tends to give away shit in the pre-show that nobody wants to see. And um, when you have a pre-show like that and you're trying to get people to buy the pay-per-view because the buy-in is free, um, the way it would work with them doing pay-per-view for All Out is you'd go to that channel and you get to see like half an hour or an hour free and then you have to order the pay-per-view. Well, if you're giving away um, an hour of shit, and then you turn around and go, oh, but we have this golden, golden, you know, shiny whatever to sell you, it doesn't work like it doesn't work like that. Because if you give people something that they can't digest, then they're not going to buy the pay per view. Now, the good thing is the last two pay per views have not been pay per views; they've been free per views. Which has been great. Yeah. All Out is going yeah. to be a pay-per-view event, um, unless you know sources. Um, we, we won't go into that, but you know, it's not hard to get a link. Come on. No. Um, it's it's twenty it's twenty nineteen. It's not that hard to find anything on the internet. Yeah. Um, if you need help, we'll help. You. So, uh, he made some very valid points about the last couple. No, no, we we didn't say that. We didn't say that. We don't encourage that type of thing. Please pay pay for these things. It does it does help the it does help the promotions. Um, you know there was some great things that happened at Double or Nothing. There were some great things that happened at Fighter Fest. But if you weigh that complete show out with the pre-show, the pre-show was just what the hell are they doing? Some of the stuff was just, I mean, and I don't agree with Cornette all the way, but some of the points he made were very valid. And you can't keep making money if you go, hey, here's our show, and, you know, send TNT a tape like that and go, hey, this is what we're going to put on every, you know, whatever night they're going to be on. It can't work like that. Um, it, you know, they're, they're uh, and unfortunately, Cornette made a very good point that they're spinning through matches. They're doing three ways and four ways and, and you know, um, mm-hmm. some gimmick matches. And, man, if you don't save that stuff for later and build to that, you're going to kill your what audience. What are you going to do? Right. What are you going to do down the line? Let's go out and have an actual death match. Well, we know how that ended up for the people in Indiana, which we'll be talking about again tonight. And, yeah. uh, you know, it's it, my God. Some of the stuff, they, they just don't get it. Um, Vince probably sat back and laughed at some of the stuff that they have done. While at the same time, he's looked at some of the other stuff and gone, I don't know why I wasn't booking this. Um, I'm here to tell you that MJF is one of the hottest prospects in professional wrestling mm-hmm. today. Um, Absolutely. The guy is so talented. 
and his mic work, you got to think of this. If he went to WWE, they never let him cut a promo the way he did on Double or Nothing or at Fighter Fest. Never. Mm-mm. Although they're gearing towards a more PG type of uh, non-PG well, type of audience. Away from PG, yeah. Right, that's they're... what I meant. They're, they're Non-PG audience. But uh, at the same time, the, the, you know, it, to have a heel come out and go, your mom swallows is not the best thing for your advertisers. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, six on one half dozen the other. They'll learn, but they've, they've got some big shoes to fill in AEW, and mm-hmm. I think they can do it. Jim Cornette even said yeah. that. Yeah. But they've got yeah. to buckle yeah. down. They've got to get some of this talent that is, you know, mid-level indie <laughs> talent off the roster and find some real star power. Um, and I don't mean signing every WWE guy that just gets released. I'm talking about finding somebody that's got some actual star power or should have some star power and pushing the hell out of that. They've done that with MJF. Right. Um, mm-hmm. They right. find others that do that. Um, some of the other stuff is just silly. Michael, knock a, knock a, knock a, knock it the fuck off, as Jim Cornette would say, <laughs> um, with the baby oil. Because... You know, he's more wrestling traditionalist. And back in the day, and Steve will tell you this as a referee, if a guy pulled baby oil out of his tights, it would probably lead to a disqualification. Yep. Back in the day. Exactly. Wow. Wow. Um, yeah. So you, I mean, wow. you're breaking barriers, but at the same time, are you breaking them for good reasons or just to break them? Um, I love it. I love the product that AEW is putting out. Don't get me wrong. But there is some stuff that I'll sit back and watch, and I'm like, oh, oh. Now, this time, they pulled a lot better. Um, the, the commentary uh, team, the, I got to say this before you start. I think the commentary team sucks. I am not a fan of Excalibur. Um, and I just, uh, that's because I listened to Jim Cornette, and Cornette made some points about him. And. Um, I'm, I'm not sold on him, but the more that they feed me down his throat, the more of me they f- feed, the more of him they feed down my throat, rather. Uh, that, that's oh, what I'm trying to say. I know what you're trying to say. Uh, maybe I will like him more. I don't like him now. I'm not a fan of Alex Mars, uh, the, whoever the one is in the glasses. Alex I'm not a fan of his. Um, they need somebody that's got charisma in there. And Excalibur and Alex don't have it. And JR is trying to carry those guys. And I love JR to death, but I don't know that he can even carry it. He tried uh, Saturday, but there were, there were some significant screw-ups that were noticed, not only by me, but by other people. And, uh, you know, that, um, that unfortunately sucks for um, – everybody listening because you know we know jr is good we don't know a lot about alex caliber we don't know a lot about alex and we've got to get some announcers in there that have some real charisma so they can drive it we don't know who the announcers are going to be for tv you know bobby the brain heenan is no longer alive because that would have been one of the perfect ones that would have been Uh, awesome 
You know, there, yeah. there are some other great color commentators that are no longer with us. So we've got to find who we can and get them in that spot with JR that's going to create magic. Um, because Excalibur and Alex and, and JR just don't have it. The spark is not there. It was it was decent. It was better than some of the other commentary they put out at some of the other shows. Because double or nothing commentary was, oh my God. You couldn't understand anything they were saying. Uh, and poor JR, I felt so sorry for him. But, you know, some of these guys can be trained, but they they can't be on TV right away. You can't just put them on TV and we'll go, we'll train you as we, as we go. It doesn't no. work like that. Um, you've got to have some announcers with some charisma and know how to be able to get the product and the boys over and tell the good, tell the story all at the same time. If they can't do that, get them off the mic. Now you may go ahead. Okay. Well, um, yeah, (laughs) well, I, well, I was going to go, I was going to go with the, uh, with the pre-show, um, because of course, uh, last uh, oh, last time at Fighter Fest pre-show, um, they put uh, leave a base librarian character on up against Allie, and she was. I mean, I I thought over exaggerating the character. Uh, a little bit. I'm still. I will. I will say this. I'm still not totally sold on the librarian gimmick. I'm not. I mean, he, he looks like freaking Harvey Whippleman. Well, okay. Well, uh, that's actually that's actually that's not a bad comparison. Um, you ought to see. You ought to see though. Does. I mean, if you look, you look at his robes, and this is what I was thinking with Avalon. Um, all, yeah. Uh, but we'll, and and I'll get and then I'll get into the into the actual match part. Um, Avalon has robes that are very reminiscent of Rick Root, and the fact that he's a smaller guy, slighter guy as far as size goes and that and doesn't quite have the rude definition since um, since WWE gave up on Bobby Rude doing Rick Rude I think I think it would be fun to have Peter Avalon do an Urzatz Rick Rude but to, but to the but to the current situation, um, I like the fact that he only did a slight bit of librarian and mm-hmm. kept and pretty much to to actual wrestling in that. Um, the uh, the Sunny Kiss intro, I actually did not think was overdone. I thought I it was pretty, I thought it was pretty, I love Sunny I Kiss. It was, if I can interrupt for a moment. You need yeah. to be in Sunny Kiss's presence. I have seen, I have seen her live. Okay, I saw her when I saw uh, Ricky the Dragon. I do believe Ricky the Dragon Steamboat yeah. when I went. No, and sun, no, Sunny, no, Sunny's, Sunny's not trans. Sunny is male. Okay, I know. He's acting pretty female to me, but <laughs> <clears throat> he's just very and you don't know what you're saying. And you don't know what you're saying, old man. It's got to. Oh, I and it's hot. Want to touch the hiney? You don't you don't see the tuck, you don't see the tuck, and you don't see the bosom that's forming. You don't look at these things, old man. Come on. <laughs> all, I, all I know is he was wearing he was wearing a, wearing a Jackson jersey as a halter top. And well, uh, all I gotta tell you is I've been twenty feet away 
and I'm, I'm telling you different. I really hate to, really, really hate to contradict John Air, old man, but I'm here to tell you different. Well, <laughs> but I love it. I, I, I mean, you know, and Sunny, and Sunny, of course. Um, I mean, you know, I go back, I go back to uh, him as uh, Exolicious in Lucha in Lucha Underground. Gotta miss those guys. Um, but uh, you know, I mean, the two of them put on a fantastic match. Um, it was very, it was very much a wrestling match. Um, you know, a lot, of, a lot of good athletic stuff from uh, from both from uh, both parties. And that, and it was uh, definitely nice to uh, see Sonny get over. Um, well, I do like I do like the Sonny Kiss gimmick. Um, Sonny is not right. transgender; he's an openly gay wrestler. Um, okay. He is somebody yeah, that right. they signed to be a part so of that. I'm getting, I'm getting I'm getting contrary um, notes here from Billy. Uh, Sonny is, is in fact classed as transgender, so, so I am correct if you believe he is the first transgender wrestler. That's what Billy's saying, so I don't want to contradict anybody until we get all the info. But it's not really that important. That, that oh my God, that girl's um, is oh my God. Well, there's interviews with Sonny and his boyfriend, who is also a wrestler. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. Oh my goodness, I, I am not going all LGBTQ on you, old man. Please don't make me. All right. No, he's saying that Sonny's got a boyfriend that also wrestles, which is cool. Okay, cool, but it doesn't mean she's not trans. Well, it doesn't matter. Uh, yeah. Either way, um, Sunny yeah. Kiss is one of the uh, very entertaining, bright rising stars, and you don't even uh, know. I think I think that and give uh, great hugs. <laughs> I, I met think her. Uh, Cornette was a little bit harsh on the individual, but um, you know, at the same time, Cornette's got a different outlook about it, and he had a very good outlook about Isla Rose. And I want to talk about that, and that'll be our next uh, subject here. And that is, if they book Nyla Rose, instead of kind of hiding the fact that she's trans, the same uh-huh. event of her open thing, and were to go and have the girl wrestlers go, I'm so offended that there is a transgender wrestler here in AEW because she's got oh, power wow. over us, because she's, she's got the abilities of a man. And she was born a man, and she's got the abilities over us, and we're scared of her, and we're not going to oh, fight please. her. No, no, nope. uh-uh. Excuse me. No, 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 no. No, no, diddy, no, no, no. First of all, she's no bigger than you, ladies. She's basically in the same weight class. She's got no, it's, it's not nothing over. Katie, it's a story. Okay. It's a story. It's, I hope it's a work. It is a work. Oh, my, yep. my. You no, know, I'm still going to be pissy about it. Um, <laughs> So you have them do that, and you have Nyla go, well, I don't care who I have to fight. Have her fight a couple men and win and say uh-huh. that I'm no different than any man or any woman. I may be a woman now, but that doesn't mean that I'm any different than you. And play off of the fact that she is trans and work some angles around the fact that she is trans so it becomes a part of the product, and you give a backstory on, on how she she was born a man but wanted to be a woman and you tell that backstory and you use it in your angles to turn everything around for the positive 
you're, you're going to get some a little bit of heat from it from the real activists. But if you do it right and explain that, hey, this is a work and we're trying to get her as much attention for being trans as what we can, then you've made some great strides for the company, not only in the LGBTQ community, but you know, if you have her overcome all the odds, per se, in the ring with all the people that are offended by her, then it looks really good for the media. And I, th- I think Cornette had a good point with if you book her like that, you're going to get the most out of her rather than, um, you know, kind of hiding the fact that she's trans. And I'm not saying they're completely hiding it, but it's not oh, a well-known God. fact. Yeah. Oh, yeah. please, just look. Yeah. Look. Now, so she did kind of make a mess up, oh, though, God. on Twitter. Um, and that, which uh, I'd want to go ahead and bring up, because uh, um, in the because uh, of course the uh, next match after the um, Avalon Kiss match was the was the uh, um, women's tag, which in overall was a uh, was it was I thought a fairly good a fairly good match, especially with the. Uh, women who had not uh, worked together before. And, of course, this was also the chance that um, American audiences, for the first time, were getting to see B. Priestley, um, who, of course, is the uh, um, Queen of Stardom uh, champion currently. Um, but... Uh, there was there was the uh, mishap where when uh, when uh, B gave uh, Britt a kick to the head, she actually uh, knocked her out for a minute, and, and uh, Britt did suffer a serious concussion. So um, so what happened, of course, uh, for those of you who watched, when it came time for the hot tag, um, Britt rolled to. The wrong corner. She yes, rolled she into. Right. Yeah, you know, I mean, you could, you know, if if you if you've been through it, you've seen this before, and I have in the ring. Um, oh, when you can you can generally tell when a wrestler is out of it and has suffered a concussion, and um, that sucks. Of course, and of course, uh, the referee really actually kind of pretty much stayed with Britt from the hot tag almost to the finish. And then actually stayed over at the house to make sure that uh, that she was okay afterwards. And that. Right. Um, because, of course, uh, Adam Cole was not, was not in... Town, Adam Cole was out, and uh, he was doing he was doing the competing event. He was doing the evolved Evolve event, and we'll talk about that uh, a little bit too because uh, right. a certain man with a good hustle showed up at uh, Evolve. Right, right. So, uh, so, but uh, overall, I thought it. I thought that uh, tag match was. Was good. The fact that uh, there were times when the hits weren't precise, I thought were actually were actually a good thing because 
it looks more like a legitimate fight because in a real fight, things don't land precise. Things don't always look picture perfect. Right. So, you know, so this more this more had a legit fight feel. And I think now, uh, of course, with the, uh, you know, with the unfortunate little mishap, that is going to lead to another storyline um, where uh, maybe uh, Britt will uh, go ahead and, and fight B, whether it be at All Out or um, later on once they uh, go on TV. But right. uh, I think I think it's I think I think it's going to be a good match. And outside and outside of that little mishap, um, I think people got to see how good B Priestley actually is. B Priestley was one of the top draws in Japan for the last uh, three years. The other little Japanese girls, I'm not so sold on. Um, some of them are very talented, oh, but they're very small. Um, Nakajima. Nakajima, B's partner, or uh, or uh, Riho, Britt's partner. They're both kind of small. Um, okay. Well, they're, you know, and, and I mean, if you look, at, if you look at the that. WWE women, you know, uh, not yes. outside outside of uh, outside of Charlotte, uh, none of them are uh, that tall either. You know, I don't know why they don't really. Well, um, that, uh, no, I'm not and saying that we're quicker. I, I'm short little ones. As short little ones, we're quicker. Okay, you don't ever want to get in a fight with me. Yeah. You know, I'll uh, get you twice. I'll get you twice before like, I, you know I hit you once. I like we're the quick. Japanese girls work. I just, you know, um, I, I, I want to okay. see more. Um, and then the other women's match that happened later in the night, um, we I want to talk about now because that had a big moment in it. And I don't think anybody expected to see the face-off at the end of that match between Aja Kong and Awesome Kong. Oh, God, yes. To that, see Awesome yeah. Kong, see yes, awesome Kong yeah. come down, I was screeching to begin with. And then to see Asha come down, I was like, yeah. And my friend's like, Kong right. Fest. <laughs> my buddy John, <laughs> right. man. My buddy John Taylor, Kong Fest. <laughs> oh, yeah. Man. Yeah. Because this probably was the one match that got the most (laughs) criticism on the entire show, and a lot of people said this shouldn't have actually taken place. Uh, Uh, Yeah, Brandy did not not? look ready. Um, Yeah, 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 Brandy still needs some more work to get herself back to ring shape. It's been it's been it's been a couple of years since she's done. Oh. Regular work and that. Um, so. I want to see more of Brandy, but I need I need her to be better in the ring if if that's going to be the the thing. Let the other girls carry the division right now. When Brandy is in her mm-hmm. prime again, bring her back. She's ready. Yeah, she's ready um, to go. Let her go. Yep, because that's what you, that's what you've got to do. Um, you've got so many other talented girls on that roster: Kylie Ray, Britt Baker. Uh, Aja Kong, Awesome Kong, you know, there's some other girls out there that they have been talking to. Uh, that's kind of some of the rumor and innuendo of the day is they've been talking to the woman formerly known as Emma. Yep. I love Emma. 
So, um, and, and that, you know, contracts are coming up. It's, it's the summer. There's some contracts coming up. So they'll be signing some more women. And I'm telling you what, uh, I like the AEW women. And, and maybe some more men. That's correct. Uh, there's a certain tag team whose contracts expire in August, and we talked about this last week. Okay, remind remind the person with no short-term memory. The good bro, no, the good brothers that resigned. Ah, no. Oh, the LAX. Oh, oh that's right. Oh, okay. Yes, LAX Impact Wrestling, because they are a hot product right now. And everybody is jumping to sign them. MLW is interested. AEW is interested. WWE is interested. Impact <laughs> cannot match the money that is being thrown at these guys. So we will no, see I'll who they sign with. Yep. Yep. Um, I missed Impact on Friday. I was busy doing something. Like yeah, it was well. It was it was it was kind of a recap show, so it wasn't uh, oh, okay. outside outside of so the uh, triple threat uh, triple well, threat uh, women's match if, that yeah, uh, they showed with our with our uh, with our girl Jordan Grace. If we're gonna uh, talk uh, about well, our girls Jordan Grace and Kira One Hogan. Time. If we're gonna talk about Impact Wrestling, I need to talk about an incident that happened with Sammy Callahan that we have not addressed yet. Oh, shut up! Not you. Um, Sammy Callahan got into a big fight in Wisconsin. He was supposed yeah. to be a producer of MLW. He booked his own match and booked somebody else's. He booked his match. He didn't tell security that he was going to fight all, right, all over the building. He didn't tell anybody in management that he was going to fight all over the building. He didn't tell the camera crew that he was going to fight all over the building. And caused damage to brand new bleachers. And... MLW was not very happy, and then he spit on Cornette, and Cornette didn't know it was the work. Cornette thought he was working, you know, Sammy was working with him to get more heat, and Cornette was willing to put him over despite all their heat, and uh, Sammy shot on him, and they found, MLW found out that it was a shoot, and, you know, the damage to the bleachers, and let Sammy go. Sammy could have been a producer at MLW. Because they let him try out as a producer um, at the show in Milwaukee. And MLW will be lucky to get that building back, thanks to Mr. Callahan. Yeah, which is too bad. That's a nice building. Um, that's, the, uh, that's the building that, um, that uh, um, Dave Hero used to promote Blizzard yep. Ball in every year. I've been I've been in that building for uh not for wrestling but for uh, other events and that um and it's a and it's a great and it's a great building. It's a nice building. Um now if Callahan messed it up he's a jag. I figured he was a, I I consider him a jag anyway, but uh the this definitely would you know, that definitely sealed the deal for me with him. Well and how can how can you how can you screw up a job that is going to allow you to do what you do, but also have some creative power in a company that's yeah. trying to go places? I mean, they had their first pay-per-view, folks. Their real, their actual first pay-per-view is in November, and it will be yep. in. Yep. Yep. 
So, yeah. I mean, all right, all right. Well, you know what? We've gone we've gone off track. Let's uh, get let's get ourselves back on. Twenty three um, minutes left. Yep. So anyway, um, so anyway, six man six man tag. Um, Sean Spears is the one who uh, surprisingly picks up the win uh, for their team, and that is after Mr. Maxwell Jacob Friedman, who is supposedly his teammate, stands there in the ring and flips him off in the corner. Yep. So, um, so MJF is going to be what we used to call be calling BWAA an NDA. It should have actually been an IDA, but they called it an NDA, non-discriminate bleep kicker. Ass kicker. Yes. And that's why can't you say ass? And I think, and I think that's gonna, I think that's gonna be the case. MJF, they're gonna, they're just gonna throw him in there with anybody and everybody. Let him be a jag off and do whatever, do whatever the heck, and he's gonna get over. He's gonna get over. I mean, he already is over, but seriously, I mean, he's just, he's just gonna absolutely, totally get over. Um, MJF reminds me of the way that Double M got over here in LaSalle. And what I mean by that is Double M came out and he goes, I hate this sleep in town. And each and every one of you have drank in toxic water and all look disgusting because of the toxicity of your city. And you couldn't pay me to live here. And I mean, this guy got on the mic and just said everything that he could horrible about LaSalle. And by the end the, the first night he was supposed to face somebody, but he ended up facing Road Warrior Hawk. At the beginning of the night, you had no clue who Double M was. By the end of the night, you knew that you hated this guy and wanted to see him get his ass kicked each and every month that they could possibly get him. And that led to a match with Bam Bam Bigelow that just blew the roof off the place. 800 people. Um, You know, to draw that kind of heat and have that kind of creative power on a microphone is wonderful. And this is where CM Punk didn't get all the creative power in WWE that he should have. Because if you go back and listen to some classic CM Punk promos, my God. And this is what we're getting from MJF. And it's going to get better and better. And hopefully they don't have to censor him for TNT. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm serious, no. but I mean, he's... he's uh, now, the one thing that uh, I will say, was this the match with Joey Janela? Yeah, this was the, yeah, this was the Joey, Joey Janela bleep you Jim Cornette match. Yeah. Uh, the, he, he literally said, he looked at the camera and goes, fuck Jim Cornette. Yeah. And nobody caught, I caught it, and I'm like, oh, my God. Just shut up, because Jim Cornette ripped on him for the Blink-182 concert with Enzo. Yeah. Yeah, saw, which is I funny, Dave. Which is funny if you if you listen to AEW's commentary, they said that he prepared for the match by fighting the scum of the earth <laughs> at a Blink One Eighty Two concert. Yep, he certainly uh, did. You know, Enzo is just trying to do anything he can to create a pop at this point, and yeah. Uh, you know, at first I thought the great we we all thought the guy was the greatest thing since sliced bread, 
But now I, I, I have to agree with the Scum yeah, of the Earth statement. <laughs> it's the truth. I, I did love yeah. Enzo. Every time, I, I get yeah. up and dance with him every time, you know. I can still do the Enzo right. more than Hey, uh, we all did. We all did. Yeah. Uh, um, okay. So then we already talked about uh, the uh, Brandy Rose match and that. Um, mm-hmm. Then we had the uh, triple threat triple threat match. Um, well, actually, triple threat plus one. Um, with uh, the Dark Order winning against uh, the combination of... Uh, Combinations of Angelico and Jack Evans. Uh, of course, uh, you know they partnered up in uh, Lucha Underground. They, well, no, they didn't partner up in Lucha Underground. They do partner up at uh, times in uh, AAA, and then the uh, tag team that everybody is really, really having themselves a love fest with, love fest with. And that's uh, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. Oh, goodness. Oh, my. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. He's a little firecracker. <laughs> I love yep. him. And the other person that was with them was, was, was Marco a, Stunt. Yeah, and Marco yeah I guess they would surprise like a, appearance by Marco Stunt. Marco Stunt looks like a 12-year-old boy. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's how small he is, especially, I mean, well, you figure, I mean, you know, um, Luchasaurus, aka Ju- Judas Draven, is like a legit six nine. Well, that's tall. Yeah, he's yeah he's probably yeah he's about five. I think he's like five two. Um, so um. But uh, of course, this uh, of course this match had implications for the uh, um, tag team tournaments. Um, they're so they so um, Dark Order winning this gets them gets them a uh, opportunity for a uh, first round bye, which um, which will uh, happen at uh, All Out. I am uh, not sold on the Dark Order. Okay. I, I, I just don't I don't get it. Is there something that I'm missing? Yeah, uh, maybe maybe because of the fact, Sean, that they've that they've had to rename them for um, you know for legal reasons and that um, their because their original name what they were doing what they were using as in the independence was uh, Super Smash Brothers. Ah. So one of them was like Luigi or some shit. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, was the fat one Mario? Well, no, Wario would have because that was the dark character. Wario. <laughs> That's great. Uh, that is- all right. So then we go from there to uh, Hangman Page, who is, of course, uh, the big uh, baby face oh, yeah. that uh, they're pushing right now, um, going out there and uh, beating Kip Sabian, and that then was um, that was right. It was it was Sabian is an excellent talent, and uh, and of course I mean you know, 
what uh, you know what hasn't already been said at least still you know, among uh, AEW fans about uh, Adam Page. Uh, right. He he is he is that good. Now of course afterwards, um, Chris Jericho uh, comes out uh, under a mask and that attacks Page. Unfortunately, and this was the second serious injury of the night. Um, the which uh, when you when uh, you saw Page come out later, when uh, Jericho did his little open mic thing, and that um, the uh, the boots caught um, caught Page solid um, above the uh, left eye, and Ouch. it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think I think you can watch it on. Uh, um, I think I think uh, Bleacher Report PR Live has it available for replay and that. Um, and uh, on uh, um, being the elite, uh, their backstage videos they show him in the back, uh, laying down in the uh, trainer's room, getting taken care of and that. And no. Uh, oh. Ooh, the blood in that he did not he did not look good. Um I was surprised he didn't suffer concussion himself. Right. Wow. And that. But uh yeah, the match with uh the match with uh with uh Sabian was a was a top notch match. Um then uh from there you have the Lucha brothers um taking on uh two thirds of SoCal Uncensored. SCU 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 This is the worst town I have <laughs> ever been in. That is a double M line. I don't know how Daniel's got it, but that came from double M when he came walked through the church down here in the south. And boy did that create a lot of heat. Hey, you know what? It's it's an old it's an old line in the business, Sean. Um, every deal has done that oh for my God. decades. Uh, I, you um, know that that uh, that was one of the greatest lines until uh, I heard Crazy Luke Graham line, and that is congratulations and glad you got a chance to see me. And oh, when yeah. that hit people off, <laughs> I didn't pay to see you. Uh, well, you did because now you're seeing me yeah. and you paid for it. So. Right. Right. Yeah. And then and then Daniels, um uh I I don't know if anybody uh caught that he was basically doing a uh a Freddie Mercury when he came out with just the you know, the partial mic stand and yeah. Uh, yeah. So and of course he got uh he got um involved in the action and uh Took a and took a couple of took a couple of shots from uh, Phoenix and Pentagon. Yes. And oh, El Pentagon Zero. No. Great, great match. Great match. Um, mm-hmm. I definitely, I definitely want to see these. I definitely want to see these guys against each other again. And of course, so now, um, then at the at the end. Um, they brought out Ladder, and they made the challenge to the Young Bucks for All Out. And, of course, that match will be for the AAA Tag Team titles, which um, 
the Lucha Brothers beat the Young Bucks for um, back in Mexico after Mexico. Mexico. Yep. Yep. Um, So that. So that was definitely um, that was yeah. a, that was again, a good match. Again, yeah. Again, I mean, there really wasn't a well, a bad match on oh. on this whole, on this whole card. Um, and uh, Kenny Omega getting his first win in AEW. Now think about this, okay? This was, I mean, well. I mean, yeah, yeah. The Kenny and the Bucks were victorious as a trio at Fighter Fest, but yes. at Double or Nothing, Kenny lost. Yep. Oh, uh, so him, so him beating, uh, him beating Chima um, Saturday. That was a that was a big that was a big plus for his character. Now. And I mean, a lot of people thought, "Oh yeah, they're you know, oh Cody's going to keep putting himself over, Omega's going to keep putting himself over because they're in charge, and so on and so forth." Omega Omega went ahead and did the job on his very first match. Yep. So, well, was yeah. So what does that tell you? And then Cody took a draw. On the match with Darby Allen. Yep. You know, um, and then, oh, in the in the main event, he and Dustin lost to the Young Bucks. And I mean, yo, know, well, yeah, you got three, you got three executive vice presidents. One of them has to lose. But um, you know. That uh, that was how that was how it went, and again, really good match. Um, it's it's, fu- it's funny to watch the uh, um, being the elite uh, video because they show the four of them back in the dressing room after the match and that, and you know, kind of airing everything, airing ev- clearing the air and everything, and so. At the end, they wind up sharing pizza together. That's which, awesome. Which I thought I thought I thought that was I thought that was a pretty cool thing, and that. Um, it now, does um, but at the same time, and and I don't I don't mean to keep playing on Jim Cornette, but at the same time, that's kind of exposing a side of the business that you don't want to expose. You know that you're all friends, but you, that they're all friends, but you don't want to see that. You want to have between heels and babies. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, in this case, they in this case they you know, they went at they went at it full bore. It was a it was a solid match. It was a stiff match. Yes, it was at times, and so you know, I don't think he, I don't think you could sit there and um, post anything bad against against the match itself. I think it I think it worked out uh, really really good overall. It did. Um, yeah, the whole event was pretty good. Uh, some down, you know, some 
hitting this. They're improving every time that they come on the air, so it will be interesting to see what All Out uh, looks like. Obviously, right. there's something between Aja Kong and Austin Kong, whether it be a singles match or a tag match, it's going to be outstanding. And yeah. uh, there will be announcements about uh, All Out as time goes on. Uh, guys, uh, we're a little bit more than a month away from All Out. It comes your way on pay-per-view Saturday night, August 31st from Chicago. I'm so glad yep. it's on Saturday night. Uh, All Out pay-per-view. Yep. Same here. Same here. Yeah, I'm trying now, to get Ashley to course, watch AEW. Trust me, you know all kinds of people in AEW. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> um, Trying to get her to watch AEW. So then we go I'm, to... I'm recruiting! We go to Extreme Rules, and Extreme Sorry. Rules had one... was a great pay-per-view, and then the ultimate, you know, shit fest happened. Yeah. And for yeah. Brokock Lesnar... That's right, I said Brokock... Well, you just call him Cock. Just call him Cock, Lesnar. <laughs> you know what? He, he wears he wears some of the biggest freaking knee pads. He's got to be doing something. That's all I'm saying. Um, oh. you know, uh, he's uh, the devil. Yeah, well, and the thing is, Fox wanted this. This is why it happened. It's not that Vince wanted this. Fox demanded this because they're trying to go to more sports related. TV when they bring yeah. them to SmackDown to Fox. And even though Lesnar's a raw, a raw guy. Well, the draft is coming. That's what they're going to be doing before they move to SmackDown. SmackDown to Fox. There will be Has a draft. He even been on, has he even been on SmackDown? Has Croc Lesnar been on, on SmackDown? In the past, yes. Not currently. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, although, although again, that wild card rule makes the draft really null and void because you know, plus Fox mm-hmm. wants wants to have the big guys on their on their show. It's just it's, it's, it's insane. It's a it's, nightmare. It is. And congratulations to Eric Bischoff and Paul Heyman for getting Thank their hands oh. dirty and back in the mix. I am so happy. You know, I'm, I'm okay. I, I need to address this situation real quickly, okay? I'm getting people, you know, I kept the pay per view this week. I'm, well, you know, I still, or Raw. I mean, you know, I, I'm stopped watching WWE. It's just such a soap opera. And I'm like, yeah, it's a soap opera, but why did you stop watching it? And I'm like, well, the content, they don't care about the fans. I go, well, you need to be watching. And I tell them exactly what's going on now with Heyman and, and Bischoff and everything. I'm like, you, you got to stop. You got to go back to your favorite soap opera, and you know it's just it's yeah, it's yep. pretty good right now. Yep. Yeah. It yep. was it, it was getting shitty there for a minute before uh, Heyman and Bischoff came. Um, yes. Say it. And uh, let, the, let the highlight of Raw that we need to talk about. Oh, the Fiend. Oh God. Oh my Lord. The Fiend. Oh my sweet Jesus, Mary and Joseph, let me tell you. That mask <laughs> is killer. Yeah. Yeah. That mask it is. is killer. It I, is. I I had people I had people last night legit messaging me, Oh my god, holy shit, that's fucking scary. 
I'm like, what? You're not a fan of Slipknot? But that's, that's good that it's scary because that because yeah. that means the character is getting across. Yeah, but see, they they were giving us preview of what he looked like, so seeing him in the ring full out didn't scare me as much as everybody else. The way he did it, and I mean, you heard the promotion him going at Finn, which is really good, and then Sister Abigail, boom, you know, and yeah. I, oh yeah, yeah, it was freaking great. Oh, and okay, and spoiler alert. So if you don't want to hear this. Uh, Put your headset off for just a moment because I am gonna I am gonna give you one. Um, they are they are scheduled to face each other at SummerSlam. After SummerSlam, Balor is going to be taking a scheduled two month break. Four. So you for some rest and relaxation. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's yeah. letting his body Finn, heal Finn up. So, yeah, so have to him and Bray so, have it. So, there you go. Spoiler alert, Bray Wyatt will be winning the match against Finn Balor at SummerSlam. Well, he better make it good. Well, and that's I, I, the, the, the build-up better be good enough to push the Demon King to come out. That's what I want to see. I don't want to see Well, that'll be work. fucking outstanding. Yeah. Yeah, the demon oh, against see, uh, the yeah. demon against the freak will we'll be when it happens at, if if they if they Six. build it up right, it will blow the roof off of the building. Oh you're damn right. It'll be better it's, than it's, Brock it's, versus whoever. <laughs> Brock versus whoever. Oh my god. My personal favorite was the last oh. time Rock and Nina faced each other and he's sitting there going, Oh crap that's right, we're in Miami. I'm not supposed to win this match. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Almost died, man. <laughs> like, he just didn't do that. Oh, my God. Tell me he didn't do that. <laughs> Crap, uh, we're in Miami. <laughs> right in the camera. Right in the camera. <laughs> uh, good old okay. Now, hey, now, guys, okay, now, but here's but here's a little here's a little something. Um, it looks like uh, there were some advertisements, Katie, that were uh, posted up in uh, Toronto that uh, mm-hmm. might have spoiled the main event for SummerSlam. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pissed off. I'm not going. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> well, according to advertisements for the Raw immediately after the SummerSlam. Yeah. Good, there will be they're, they're there shows. will be a title defense for the Universal Championship. I didn't see that part. I didn't see that. The challenger will be Drew McIntyre defending yeah. the title. Seth Rollins. Okay. So Drew McIntyre is going to win the Universal cool. Championship at SummerSlam. Yeah. No, okay. no, 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 no. Confusing you the boy. Did, you didn't catch that. Okay. Defending the clock. title, Seth Rollins. Oh, mm-hmm. Seth Rollins is going to win the title back at SummerSlam. Here we go. Well, I'm glad. He's player 2.0. I want Rollins to win his title back. Okay, but boys, it is now exactly rape o'clock in the evening, and I got to walk a dog. Okay, before before the yeah. storm hits, because we're supposed to be getting some rain. Yes, we yeah, will cover more of yeah. this tomorrow night on Wrestling Authority Radio. So, and so, 
And I will see you back next week. Um, yes. So, all right. So, Sean, since Katie's not here, tell them what time it is. You don't have to go home, but you can know what to say here. Turn off the light and good night. Good night, everybody.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.